Hello and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up for this week's The Rugby Odds, starring WWE Hall of Famer and Fox Business Analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and the gift to rugby and mankind, Gift A. Bailu of the Gift Time Rugby Network. Hey, welcome back to this week's The Rugby Odds. Thank you for joining us. Uh, while my colleagues, John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and board member for Memphis Inner City Rugby, and the Philly Godfather, the best goddamn sports better ever, and Gift A. Bailu, the gift to mankind and rugby, while they faff in the green room, I'm just going to go through the recap of the final week of the regular season in Major League Rugby, the improbable season. So let's get right to it. The first match up in this improbably stellar fourth Major League Rugby season was a Thursday night match between Seattle and Houston in front of a rocking Starfire Stadium as they joined New England and D.C. in finishing the season on a strong note. Seattle was favored by four points, and they covered that and more. A great finish for those Seawolves fans. They deserved it. Next one, New York was hosting NOLA. In a battle for the playoffs, New York was the favorite by three points, but NOLA spoiled the winner's party somewhat because they came back and won in dramatic fashion. They showed that grit and determination undeterred after they were eliminated from the playoffs as New York did what they had to do and got that bonus point and are on to Atlanta. The next one up, the Austin Gilgronies went to the nation's capital to face Old Glory, and Old Glory said, I'll take your Sam Houston and the Alamo, and I'll do it for Betsy Ross. And they did in exciting fashion, 29 to 25. Austin did not cover the six-point spread. Next one up in a precursor of the Western Conference Final, just with the venues flipped, LA went into Utah to face the Warriors, the Giltinis, were favored by six, and that didn't happen. Utah came back as they have all season in heroic fashion and tipped the apple cart and got the win, 34-29. And finally, the Atlanta Rattlers slithered into Quincy, Massachusetts to face Woogie and the Free Jacks, and wouldn't you know it, the Free Jacks made both John Adams's Check the pluralization on that. Happy as they went on to win in front of a great crowd at that new great venue, 22-19 in an unbelievable match that saw the Free Jacks hold on for dear life and send their fans home happy with another great ending to a season joining Seattle and All Glory finishing strong. Gentlemen, I know that you were riveted by my recap of last week's exceptional conclusion to the regular season, but now I know that you're even more jazzed to give us your picks for these two playoff matches between... L.A. and Utah and New York and Atlanta, respectively. But before we do that, I got a special treat for you. We got Mr. Steve Lewis on the horn from Rugby United New York training session to give us some insight. Steve, welcome. Steven, who's going to win? Who's going to win, L.A. or Utah? I think L.A. with all their big guns back. Um, I think they'll be fresh. They're at home. Um, they'll be ready to go. I think, I think they get too much ultimately for a Utah team that is Finishing the season strong. you got to give those guys credit. They've picked up some form. They're going well. I think L.A. will just have too much for them talent-wise. Is that too much for them, more than seven points? Well, you know I'm not a betting man, but um, I think it'll be more than seven points. And what about that match between New York going into, into Atlanta? Can't comment on that. Uh, too close to home. Too personal. There are, there are rules. There are rules about my discussion. <laughs> Good.
All right. And there you have it. Steve Lewis. Thank you for coming in and give the best to the boys. I'm rooting for you. Uh, but guys, we got to take a quick break, but we'll come back with our picks. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, and finally, we can get to what we really know what we're talking about, and that is Major League Rugby and the playoffs. Playoffs! And we got New York going into Atlanta, and it's Atlanta minus six for what could be a somewhat depleted New York team. And this one's on Saturday at 8 p.m. John, take it away. Thanks for mentioning the uh, Memphis Center City Rugby Shirt, one of the best uh, rugby groups in the world. Well, that's Let's go. My buddy Shane Young and my, bu- my, bu- my buddy uh, Gift down there knows it very, very well. Very well. Aside from that great plug for a great charity, I want to go with Stephen Lizard Lewis here, but I'm having a hard time because of the depletion that is going on with the New York rugby team, and that really worries me. I, my heart wants to go with New York. My head says take Atlanta, and I'm going to go with my head. And I apologize to Stephen Lewis for that and Mama Lewis and the entire rugby team in New York, but I'm going with Atlanta. You like you like Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. How about your little finger you know? that? Huh? <laughs> How about your little finger that? You got you, you know, you you listen, you gossip, they gossip, and then you just go ahead and cut somebody's throat or stab them right in the back two seconds after they're on the show. Anyway, let's go to gift. I have no love lost for New York. They prevented New Orleans from getting into the playoffs by having to score four points, take the extra bonus points, could have just taken the loss plus losing by 20. But no, no, it's not New Orleans for losing to Seattle or tying D.C. I give it to Atlanta, not because I want Atlanta to win, not because I believe in points, because damn you, New York, for preventing a great team from being able to come in and compete against our own rivals. Sididi, New Orleans, which you call is what you call Atlanta. Yes. Right. So you're taking Sididi, New Orleans. Sididi, New Orleans for the six. I mean, you got a bounce back situation here for Atlanta. New York's missing a bunch of people. And as someone who played a lot of poker in my lifetime, I actually played in the 2014-15 World Series of Poker. Might be playing back this year. When you asked Stephen Lewis the question, uh, you saw his facial expression change a little bit. And that itself told me all I had to know. Atlanta minus the six. Easy money. Wow. Reading uh, reading people in pantomime, Steve Lewis's face. Steve, you got to change your face. Uh, <laughs> I think they got to play the games. I know on paper, New York. Talk, can... well. <laughs> what? Bone copy right there. Because <laughs> I'm because I'm the idea guy. I get it. I get it. But my idea here is that they 
put it on paper. New York's got no way in hell of winning this match. They're without Kara Pryor. They're without Dan Hollinshead. And they should not win. Atlanta's at home. They got that power of life university gift. But New York's going to upset the apple cart and they're going to win this match. They're going to win this match. What are you not telling us, Matt, about this Atlanta team? Is like half the team missing or something? You're not telling nobody? (laughs) Guys, it's just, it's all in here. It's all in here. It's all in here. And that's why I've done so well picking matches because, Godfather, I followed your your path. And that path is also. uh, Anyway, time out. Last week, you kind of set me up. All you did was send me the spreads. You didn't tell well, you me wouldn't say anything. You, were, you, you didn't tell me uh, who was out, you, you know, you, and I still went two and three, but if you would have told me who was at home and who was out might've been, you know, you did pretty good for a guy that was in virtual purgatory. So I, you know, <laughs> and, and, and Matt, Matt, it's not like all up here for you. It's all right here because <laughs> that's what's on Stephen Lewis's hind quarters. <laughs> all right. Speaking of hind quarters, let's go out to that Western conference matchup. <laughs> Between the L.A. Giltinis and the Utah Warriors. John, Utah getting seven at the Coliseum from the Giltinis. Yeah, the, the Mountain Men have got some trouble here. We called it last week. The Mountain Men didn't uh, care. The Giltinis didn't care. That game really didn't matter. But you see, the Mountain Men are not like Alex Honnold who climbed El Cop free solo. They're more like Alex Corbacero, who tried to climb El Cop free solo. And Alex Corbacero, most people don't know this, got the 2,438 and a half feet. They thought he was going to make it. Then the rock broke because Alex Corbacero was so big and his hands were so strong, and he fell 2,438 and a half feet. Thankfully, he's fine. He had like a minor ankle sprain and stuff like that. But the point is – these guys, with Sean Pittman, they need Brad Pittman. These guys are going to have trouble in the Coliseum, and they're going to lose to the Giltinis. Alex Honnold, Alex Corbacero, there's a difference. Wow. Gift? Oh, you come down to the Valley and you get sunk. L.A. said, look, we're going to let you guys have this one. This is We're going to tap in like this is the, green, the New York Giants versus New England 28, 20, 2007. This is where L.A. shows off everything that they have, because at this point, this is the true pride. Last week, I thought they were just going to win solely based off of their lack of care and their talent. This week, they care. They have the talent and it's in their own turf inside that bloody coliseum that just gives them so much spark and energy. Kudos to Utah. You've made it this far. You knocked out the Gilgronis, but Giltinis are taking this one all day with the seven. All right. Godfather. I agree with the guys. I think Utah's missing some players. Uh, they're missing their huge edge playing at home. They got to travel to LA. LA get some guys back. I think LA rolls here. I don't think seven is enough. Uh, LA minus seven. I'm going to be the one that differs here. I'm. I'm. I know I'm making some pretty bad picks this week, but I'm. I'm going to double down on my picks, and I got a Utah New York final in this. Played in Harriman in front of those eight thousand screaming fans, those deserving fans but without any alcohol in the stadium. So that should be an interesting dynamic for a Super Bowl without booze. Utah is going to upset the Giltinis. They're going to smash that Giltini glass under the pink posts and beat them. The mountain men, Sean Pittman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what you can't go against if they come on your show, huh? <laughs> I mean, we all know Matt's holding back information. Just going with what is in here, and sure you are. 
And on that note, we are out of time. I want to thank Mr. John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and Memphis Inner City Rugby Board member, the Philly Godfather, just the best goddamn sports better ever, and Gift A. Baylu, the gift to rugby and the gift to mankind. We hope to see you next week. But in the meantime, check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby show, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, and please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team. <laughs>